Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. All right, welcome to a very special episode of Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me, that is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, that's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And we're coming to you uh, recording here at a very special location, Rick's Restorations here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, home of American Restorations with Rick and Kelly Dale on the History Channel. So psyched to be in here. Guys, thank you so much for having us. You got it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, We've taken over your office, and we apologize for that in advance. (laughs) Uh, no, actually, no, we did it, and then we're apologizing. So what's it called when you apologize for something not in advance? Post. Post. We're post-apolo- <laughs> post-apologetic for taking over your office. Uh, but thanks thanks so much for having us in here. Well, it's better to ask for forgiveness after you do it, right? Right, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's how I work. That's mm-hmm. how Kelly works. <laughs> I just want to know where the ice cream is. This is an ice cream social. Oh, shoot. People bust us on that all the time. Mint yeah. chocolate we, chip. I, the only thing I'll say is that we did try that. We did try to bring ice cream in and have ice cream while we did the show. We it wasn't. We didn't take that lightly. We knew that would be a question. We tried it for the question. first couple of episodes. We got into lots of melty situations. <laughs> yeah, say, recording, <laughs> recording in Las Vegas for hour-long shows with ice cream in the room is just a bad idea. Yeah, it's and when it's terrible. all audio, some people get a little mouthy when it's all phlegm going. Exactly. We did you a favor. Just know that we did you a favor. <laughs> Again, it's Rick's office, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we get ice cream all over the place. Uh, do you get an office here, Kelly? Do you have an office here? I do have an office. And you let us up in Rick's anyway. That was very <laughs> Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. <laughs> She's got a community office. She's yeah. got like four people and it's a revolving door oh, every okay. kid that works here goes in that door every day i'm mama here yeah so is this the original rick's restorations yeah. did you originally open up shop right here no it's a shop here this is actually the second shop we did okay uh, the beginning was the house um and we outgrew that real fast okay but this room we're in right now was the original sound room that you would see me uh, sitting in front of a bunch of gas pumps and a back display, and I would be answering all the questions or reading or telling dialogue and all that in this office. That's why okay. it's sort of a sound room. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I that's why you for sound us. really good. I, I was really excited when I saw that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, quark everywhere? This is awesome. <laughs> you know, it works really good in here when Kelly comes in and starts screaming at me or vice versa. We come in here and we have it out, and then we walk out <laughs> like nothing happened. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep he it extra. He wants to have sex in here all the time. That's <laughs> why so I put the couch in here, man. I got the couch. It's, it's it's a virgin couch. It's not All even right. broke in yet. Paul and Jacob, you guys were sitting on Rick's casting couch. So uh, good luck. I, made it. I, I wondered made why you kept looking at me like that. <laughs> you keep an extra couple pieces of cork around for arguments outside. Yeah. You just yeah. hold up the cork. Just carry around a roll of cork. Yeah. Like, hold on, guys. we got to put this around us for a moment. Hold yeah. on. I forgot to take out the garbage. Someone bring me my cork. Cone of silence. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, how long were you into restoring before History Channel came a-knocking? Oh, 25 years before that. I've been we at this point been yeah. doing it 30 years and we've been filming for 5. Okay. So I was about 25 years of restoring before that. So uh, so 25 years, that means you're, you're watching television and we're not watching any shows about people just doing their jobs, which is what all reality television has kind of become, right? Uh, so, <laughs> Yeah, I was just watching te- television for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Silly. I get no knowledge yet. Yeah, silly us, silly us. So then um, when does it, when, how does it happen that all of a sudden you realize that you could possibly do this on TV? Well, actually, I didn't know. Uh, at the time, what happened was uh, Pawn Stars just started, and they were looking for uh, you know stuff to come in, like they needed old stuff to to be able to pawn. Okay. And what happened was is they uh, they hit us up to try to bring in something old, and then next thing you know, the production company said, "Well, why don't you do your own show because you're pretty good at what you're doing because we we're on Pawn like ten times prior to that." Right. And that's how it came about. But at the time, I didn't really want a show. I don't care. I was sort of in retirement mode. Kelly was in kicking my butt mode to get back into business and get back into work. <laughs> yeah. She said she had a different idea of what her finances yeah. needed to be than yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I never have a high finance. I'm like, I'll just live by nothing. And Kelly's like going, we've got to make money to pay these bills. I said, ah, Four hell, cans of soup a week. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was happy with that. <laughs> uh, Kelly, uh, when, uh, when you found out that there was a possibility of having a, a reality show, Knowing that it's about the restoration part, what what were you what were you thinking 
uh, for you? Were, were you thinking that you're definitely going to be a part of this or I should stay out of Rick's way? Or Well, I definitely always thought I should be a part of this. However, <laughs> History Channel didn't think the same, unfortunately. So oh, so you kind of had to like uh, I had push them on it? It's, it's been a five-year fight. Are you kidding me? Oh, still fighting to this ah, day? Absolutely. They want me to be Vanna White for American Restoration. Rick, your customer's here. And then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they think I she should do good, around She looks good, though, coming and going. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a no-brainer to get you on the camera. I'm that, Vanna. That yeah. part's true, but yeah. uh, trying to Hot. figure out. <laughs> Listen, how many years have you been married? Uh, I don't know, three? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like 30. We've been together about eight years. 24-7, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. It's, you it's, can imagine. In cool. dog years, it's like 50 years we've been together. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And you've been working like a dog? So yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Absolutely. But you got, your, your husband's still calling you hot after eight years. That's a good sign. Awesome, I think. isn't it? <laughs> I'll how pay did, you later. <laughs> how did you guys meet? At the gym. At the gym? At the gym. We were on Stairmasters. We, we used to go to the gym at like three in the morning and very sparse. And you get to meet the same people all the time. And, you know, my, I was helping my friend throw a singles party. Long story short, I invited Rick. We were on the Stairmaster. He oh, I was came. so hoping Rick offered a spot. Yeah. That's what I was That's hoping. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, Let me help you bench, little lady. No romantic anything. And uh, we were friends for a year. He was with somebody. I was with somebody. And then all of a sudden we said, why don't we be together? And there it was. Oh, man. How romantic. It wasn't like that. I dressed up one day. I came into where she worked and said, oh, this is how you need. She she was very clear. Are we clear? We want. I want to go out. You want to go out? Because I never asked her out. I was real shy. I'm just not. You're just like, gonna, yeah, I just came into the bar shy. and I had a drink and I'm just wanna... drinking, staring at her. But it's like, God dang, I got how am I going to ask this I was girl bartending out? at night. I was oh, bartending. you were coming to where she was bartending. I was bartending yeah, yeah, yeah. at night yeah, 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 and yeah, I got yeah, him yeah. drunk so I could take advantage of him. So, yeah. Rick, your move is like, can we just happen to hang out? That's right. That's it. I didn't have no game. I got no game. So how does that work? You go to the gym first, then the bar? Is that Or is it gym after the bar? Don't go to the gym after the bar. Do not go to the gym. After the bar. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. Bad. Judging by these stories, Paul, you would never marry a Kelly. You would ne never. No. You'd never be in the gym. You'd never be at the bar. You'd I never did find 3 a.m. gym stuff for a while. Yeah. There was a time. That's the time when the magazine passed. got dropped off. That time is gone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We don't do the gym anymore either. We just do the bar. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> we order oh, yeah. Heavy, Kelly's going drinks. to the gym I again. I still go to the gym. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she's a lady. She's on television. She's yeah. going to go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. It's pressure. So he's been coming to the bar, and finally you're the one who were like, hey, you, are you asking me out or what? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He was playing hard to get, and I was tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> Little does she know, I just was too shy. I didn't even know how to ask her out. I'm older. What do I do? That used to be back in the day I'd ask somebody out. Now I just sort of sit there and smile and. I now guess you hope sort of better happens. not do anything. We'll no, yeah, now I don't do anything. Now I've got my blinders on. I look down. It's two hot girls walk this direction. I'm looking the other way. Screw that. I've trained him well. There's a Coke machine that could use a hammer. Right? Yeah, yeah. I've got something else to do. I'm going to bang the hell out of this Coke machine now for about two hours. It's the longest bang ever. The most hammered out Coke machine you've ever seen. It's going to be like razor thin metal. At this point. Just, yeah. just Coca-Cola pennies <laughs> all over the ground. Just pizza into nothing. It to <laughs> yeah. So um, let's talk about the Coca-Cola machines, right? What happens when someone when someone comes in with a Pepsi machine? Do you just shoot them on the <laughs> Do you just I think no. Kill them it, dead? it wasn't that there was a passion for Coke machines. What just happened was I happened to have a Coke machine in my backyard, whatever, 30 years ago. Sure. And I needed to be able to make some money. And I had a construction job. Construction was going down. I restored this old Coke machine, took it down to Southern California, found somebody to buy it from Japan. And the same day, I found somebody to uh, sell me used ones. So now I sort of created my own little business, you know, to okay. where I, I buy old, I restore, and then sell overseas. And that just sort of went on. And the thing is, is Coke is Coke machines are more wanted than Pepsi machines. Um, but at the same time, there's collectors. Oh, snap. We're talking Cola Wars right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Getting into it. Oh, yeah. And they, especially on these machines. And the, but the Pepsi collector is few and far between, just like 7-Up or RC. And so we always do keep them. We always have them. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, they're actually more money than Coke. Oh, so when you do find a collector, they're yes. worth a little bit more yeah, money. Yeah, they're worth more money. But on the show, is there a corporate thing where you have to only show one or the other? 
God, In other I words, wish. he wants to know if we're God, getting paid. God, I wish. God, I wish. No. <laughs> Coke should be stepping up right now, right? handing me a check to that door absolutely. every day. That is absolutely the truth. I thought mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. No. Everybody does. Extra. No, Coke feels like they're making enough money. They don't need my advertisement. Besides, they're getting it for free. So yeah. why would they? Mm-hmm. So it true. makes it hard uh, in the boneyard. We flipped all the Coke machines around now. So if you see... You okay. Probably ah, won't see it. You're stepping machine. it up. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yeah, I'm gonna yeah, have a little yeah. battle. I got a if seven Pepsi's up out, out there. If out there listening right now, please feel free to come to our doorstep. We'll <laughs> there you go. Glad to advertise <laughs> Pepsi. Right. And I'll make that's, every one of them the Pepsi. Move. Yeah. See, Kelly's already moving. Yeah. yeah. You're sitting there. She's already making a move. <laughs> I know. That's Kelly. That's Kelly. <laughs> it's all about the business. <laughs> um, okay. I'm still beating the shit out of that Coke machine. Baby, save yourself for later, please. Use the hammer at least. <laughs> so, um, when, so you're going into Pawn Stars, and you're kind of actually lifting the, lifting the curtain up a little bit on reality television, a little bit. I think some people can figure it out that you can't always just have interesting. You can't just set up a camera and wait for interesting things to walk right. in the door. Good. Right. You have a lot it's, it's of a long, film. It's a long <laughs> film. We discussed this actually in the last episode. That like the the smaller budgets, like it takes a lot of time to set up a camera and just roll and hope, you right. know. Uh, right. And then someone has to you have to pay someone to watch that yeah. stuff. So. Right. Right. Um, um, yeah, so 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 Pawn Stars was on the look does does stay on the lookout a little bit for people who are selling stuff. In the beginning, they were in the yeah. very beginning. Now there's pretty much a flow because they've got an audience. Right. But in the beginning, they needed that to where on our end of it, I mean, it's they're you, coming in. But at, at the same time, what happened was when I first started this, and the reason why I said no, I don't want to do a TV show is because I knew how I had to do probably six different things: Coke machine, a jukebox, candy machine. That's about it. So I'm good for about two episodes, and then I'm done. What right. do I do? <laughs> yeah. So um, when I started doing it, the Kelly ended up finding a a helmet. Uh, that a, a NASA helmet that a guy, his name was Big Mike, and he brought in. Now he became this very, uh, like, you know, iconic picture of a person on the TV show. But um, then I said, okay, let's try that because I just thought it was cool. And then we just sort of started to do different projects, you know. But it, it, you're right about lifting the door up. But our end, it didn't have to happen. We didn't have to do that. They just started coming. The first day we were on an episode of Pawn, people started coming to us with bringing. Oh, so that, that faucet already opened up. Yeah, before yeah, it was done. It was show. done. So, wow. and we didn't have to punch. Uh, we didn't have to go out there and beat doors down like Pawn did. Pawn was trying to get their show for five years before it got hit. In fact, they were on another network and they were on another network and they both they got canceled and then when they put on history, it became a huge success. Right. A lot of people are out there trying to get TV shows right now and they come in here to ask us advice. Well, we don't have a lot we of We tell them don't do it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't have a lot of advice as far as how to get started because we were very lucky. Somebody just came in and said here you go. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Right. Handed it to us. Well, I think the secret for the success of your show is you had a very marketable skill yeah. set, yeah. and then the show just happens. You know, yeah. it's, not, it's not like, how do you get the show? It's how do you become very good at a niche activity right. and then yeah. be able to display that. That's that's yeah. the secret. Is that, you know, work for 30 years at, at something very hard. Yeah. yeah. They're, that's they're right. Just look at me. Hard, period. Yeah. I stand hard. before you as someone with no skills after years <laughs> and years and years. I can tell you. Just no still one's approaching spinning me out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, how, how long are you doing construction and, construction and moving to rest? Is restoration always on the side before television comes around? Are you doing construction and restoration? Yeah. When I, I mean, it goes all the way back to really young age where I was building model cars and doing... I was always building things. As a kid, at nine years old, I built a bicycle mm-hmm. for uh, because my dad said that if... I wanted a bike. My dad said, you can't have a bike. Uh, if you want something, you got to build it yourself. So he brought me some derelict, just ruined piece of material out of a trash can, and uh, and we restored it together, and, and then I rode it around with pride. You know, it was a big deal. But... <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful story. It's like, yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> It's really emotional. It makes me cry every time. Okay, anyway. But, but then, but then you don't. You, you know, I was I was doing that. I was doing construction. When the construction kicked in, it was all about money. You know, I needed money. I need to pay house payments. I need to do those things. So I got construction going on. But I always fell back. I would do cars on the side. I would do motorcycles on the side. I mean, I do my own stuff. And those are like long jobs, right? Yeah. You long know, jobs. Like, yeah, saying, like like those those aren't quick hit fix stuff. Like if you take on someone's car. Oh yeah, like no, that, no, no, no. That's going to take time. Yeah, yeah, no, everything. We, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So the payoff of those things. Let me just tell you, his are... construction ability has definitely helped out in our marriage. <laughs> that honey do list gets longer and longer oh, and longer. I bet. I bet. I love it. 
I, I, people look at me and think I'm a blue collar guy. I'm a, I'm a husky dude with a big red beard. And my wife, despite knowing me for 10 years, still thinks I can do stuff around the house and I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. She's she like, oh, we need to put together this cabinet. And I'm like, oh, shoot, we sure do. <laughs> you know, like, I've been asking for a year about the, how to keep the couch from sliding on the carpet. And I was like, you definitely have. I, that is noted. And I, I believe every time I've said I have no idea what to do about that. Um, but you know, there's YouTube and things like that for me. One of these days, she's just gonna come home. You've got nails in the carpet. Yeah. Right the, yeah. You've just nailed it right. That to the couch floor. is never going anywhere. <laughs> I did it, hon. I did it. Um, but yeah, there's definitely something to be handy uh, for having a construction guy yeah. around the house. Um, what is it about restoring things? Like I know, like as someone who's been around it, like it, there's such an attraction to it. Obviously, the show's successful. Um, you know, when we watch the show, you're, you're invested in this thing looking like new and it's old stuff. What is it? What do you think it is about like vintage stuff that we, we love seeing that old stuff fixed up? For me personally, I like working my, with my hands. It gives me a, you know, a, a great appreciation when we restore stuff for other people. Um, I am restoring a memory for them so that it, it makes me feel awesome. And at the same time, uh, you know, them too. But. I think uh, what I've been hearing of these shows that are coming out of all this, these antiques, people have a good memory somewhere. And it might be that piece. It might be that piece. It might be this bicycle, this tricycle, this wagon or something. And those little sensors that go off in their head when they see something on TV brings back a happy spot. And that is that's something they can cherish. So. I hear it from a lot of our customers that come in the door that, 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 oh, my God, I can't believe you did one of those. I had one of those as a kid, and my grandmother taught me how to use it. And all those good memories just sort of make you a human being, you know? Yeah. Everybody has bad things that happen, but they usually forget those unless they're drastic and they hold those. But a good memory never goes away. <laughs> Let's hope no one comes up with a bad memory thing. Yeah. <laughs> Could you restore this? Baseball bat. I want to be reminded every day <laughs> That's right. what happened. I've forgotten how to cry. <laughs> so what do you look for when you see a piece? Is there something that really stands out to you? Or are there a couple of things you're like, okay, that is a worthwhile project. This item needs to be restored. Is it? Is it what it's made of? Is it the the, the, the materials? Is it? Is it just the nostalgia factor? What I mean is, it, I mean, I'm sure it's a combination of several of those things. But what is it that really goes? Okay, I'm restoring that. Well, unfortunately, I never say no. So <laughs> I rest- I say yes to most of the projects. I but saw that with your giant slide episode. Yeah, that see, was that's all probably the, one of the first big. Real trouble spots Big that you trouble. had. That was and it happens every day because it's new stuff. Every day it's something new. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things Kelly sort of uh, uh, pre, uh, you know, checks them out. Mm-hmm. So what we say, like if somebody came in the door right now, they say, hey, I got a whatever. You want to restore it? Well, my thing is to tell them to email it to Kelly and so that she can look at it. And it's to me... I mean, restoring something for business, there's certain things you can restore and you know make a buck, okay? And we can we can make money and they can make... So there's know, a couple like, projects you can look at right off the bat. Yeah, like, and that's, that's going to turn gonna, over. Right, that's yeah. going to turn over. Is that what you want? Yeah. But, you know, the people that have a memory they want restored, that's a little different because now it's going to cost money to restore and are you willing to pay that kind of money, you know? And so Kelly sort of does all the research on the with the customer and talks to the customer and you know, find you know, sets the ground rules, and then also sees if they're willing to do it. You know, but um, some of them have great stories, and some of if some of them have a great story, and Kelly came up with a price, and the customer says, "I don't know," and if I hear about it, I may change Kelly's mind, and I may say, "Well, here's the thing: I don't really care. This thing's awesome. This thing is something." That's I really- why we struggle in accounts receivable. <laughs> 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 then we gotta get the cork boards. Get out the cork boards for this. P&L's come out. You'll be banging that Coke machine later. (laughs) (laughs) What's an example? Can you think of an example of where that happens? Where where you kind of just fell in love with something over over Kelly's... uh, Oh, yes. The Lotus. Yeah, the Lotus. We got in a big fight over that one. (laughs) A big fight. So so here's the thing. There's a car that comes in that's actually on a 007, the Spy Who Loved Me movie. And it's the and it's coming up. It's called uh, and the episode. It's a lotus that would actually go into the water. And in the, in the TV, in the in the prop world of TV, they made four of them. There's only three around. We have one of those three. Wow. So they brought it in here. We're storing it. So the thing is, the guy comes in. He's a billionaire. 
Well, okay. that doesn't matter. First of all, we saw the item, not knowing who well, the I'm man trying was. To tell my story. No, no, you need to. <laughs> it's going to be a fight right, right now. <laughs> okay, we came get up the with court. the price. Paul, get out of here. More court. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jacob, we run. came up with the price before he did yeah. the uh, the drop off okay. scene. Right now, go ahead. Yeah. So right. Yes, her and I came up with it. So she, I walk out there and I do the scene and I go down. I go down in price. <laughs> and Kelly, first of all, she comes unglued. All right, let's be honest. I said it needs to be $65,000. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, and I said fifty, and she came on. That's not she a little drop, in, is it? <laughs> That's not a little. Well, drop. no. It, yeah, I see That's what you're saying. That's the difference of what I make in a year. I think <laughs> it <laughs> was it was bad, and it. But it's 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 a passion move. Yeah, it right? was it really because it you. was one of those things. Yeah. I remember the movie. I said, like, Kelly, did you remember the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's a, it's a very different thing. Guys and gals, on I mean, you see the car going underwater. Yeah. If you see a car traveling underwater and you get the chance to yeah. own or work on that car, it, yeah. you're gonna oh, do yeah. it. it was a piece I'm gonna, of I get to work on an underwater car. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'll pay you at this point to work on an underwater car. I would pay car. fifteen grand just to see that movie. Again. <laughs> 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 That's how much you love it. That's how much I love it. <laughs> it, it, it was, uh, and when when I when the whole team starts working on something, I unfortunately go a little deeper, a little harder, a little better, <laughs> a little crazier. Are you talking about the Coke machine again? Yeah. <laughs> I just go too deep. Harder, deeper, and crazier. Yeah, I get, I Kelly, just we'll get... cut this out and just send this to you as a separate audio <laughs> for you. So it ends up costing us money. And yeah, and Kelly, you know, because we live together and married and work together, it becomes a, a deal because every day in come the bills and, you know, she knows they all the money get she's going to get. They don't by themselves. Yeah, right. so... It's a it's a it's a passion. I think that's one of yeah. the things on the show. I'm very passionate about what I do. I love working on stuff and making it really cool. But um, and also it's like you've got to be harder, monetarily correct. Right? I was gonna say, and can you have a harder um, curve with that? You know, yeah. Pawn Stars, whatever else you're just dealing uh, with yeah. money. You know, figuring out the deal. Yeah, you figure out the deal, and then you have a lot of work, work to, do. to do. That's <laughs> right. And you can't cheat that's the right. work. Even though yeah. you're doing no. a TV show. It's not no. just an exchange. It's a lot of labor and every other thing yeah. going on, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even look at it as being the TV show and have why I have to make it something better than it is. It's just me. I don't care if it was some guy that came off the street and we're not on TV. I still am going to I'm going to give you better than anybody else is going to give you. And that's that's what our goal is, you know, and. And it, it, a lot of people have to wait a little longer than usual, but by the time it comes out of there, you're not going to be disappointed. It's just right. It takes that that extra labor yeah. is what makes yeah. all the difference. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it seems like even some of some of the smaller projects end up being the more expensive projects. Yes. Every time, every single time, for a couple of reasons. One, you've never worked on it, and two, they were built a lot. I mean, they were built to last, but they're all always also built to be built one time and not come apart. So when you got to tear it apart and make it work again, it lasted 50 years. That's a lifetime. Now you will not find anything we buy today last 50 years. You're right. <laughs> Never happened. Mm -hmm. 10 years will be coming and be like, can you restore this iPad? <laughs> well, you know what? I was going like to ask you about that. It was the first one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about that as we go forward here with most everything being made in plastics. I know you yeah. guys have resin experts and yes. guys that can work in those materials. Yes. But, I mean, it looks like it's mo more than anything. It's just you just rebuild the whole thing. Yeah, you, it's not even about restoration. At a certain point, with the, with the recreation, today. really, yeah, yeah recreation. recreation. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm hopefully I'll be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I don't, don't want to deal. So with that Kelly, <laughs> now you know you weren't in this business before you you right. married Rick, and then now all of a sudden you're the first line of command for these things. What kind of crash course did you take on restoration, or, or uh, like uh, what are what are the for the first things you had to learn? Well, I actually, he taught me how to do uh, a Coke machine, restore a Coke machine. So I actually learned first firsthand. Uh, it was, yeah, it right? was like a second took date. Took me in the back of the <laughs> house. Took her up a mountain me. first date, and then I took her in the back Giant of the house. Giant quotes. Let's restore a Coke machine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's beat on this. <laughs> no, I learned everything. So I, when I explained the quotes to right. the customers, I knew what I was talking about. I right. knew why it was going to cost this much firsthand. So once he taught me, I took it over, and then I added my own zing to it. Yeah. What are some of the things that surprised you when you started getting like vintage objects? Like, what are, what are some of the things that you thought were neat or that kind of struck you that maybe you didn't think about when 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 he was taking I, you, you through it? You know what? Actually, everything right now really blows my mind. The things that are coming in that I've never even seen before because it was way before my time. But one of the things that he always says is things are made so much differently back then than they are now that 
it's it's really uh, like the small items, for instance. They're hand painted. They're everything is very detailed. Where these days everything is mass produced. So, you know, the fact that we're getting these one of a kind items that I've never seen and my kids have never seen, it's it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. And so here I am having to quote this restoration. It, it's it's difficult sometimes, especially if they're if they've been in the family. Why are you laughing at me right because now? Because I, I can just all of a sudden I'm are reverting. Are you hearing yourself? I'm reverting back right now to the first day Kelly was welding in her shorts and her glamour wear <laughs> and, and she's welding a torch welding blowing out torch. But I looked cute. Go- she did she says take a picture of me I'm like are you out of your mind you're gonna catch on fire any minute <laughs> then she gets there's a DA it's a, a disc orbital and what it does is basically gets on the machine and it and it Turns around, and, but it's vibrating at the same time as she's standing. She's and leaning on down, it. Yeah. She's leaning on it. This is good. He had competition. He was jealous. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. These are tools, babe, not tools. Well, you know, it's a good thing we're in Vegas because if and when things have to shift, it's a pretty easy jump from, yeah. from yeah. restoration yeah, totally. to, to love store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Restoration vu. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I I rented that movie with the with the, with the sanding. Um, <laughs> no amount of hammering is going to bring it back. I'm afraid. <laughs> You're a lost cause, man. <laughs> um. So uh, I'm going to steal your question, Paul. Uh, steal it. Uh, so now that the show's happening, the store seems to be getting more and more popular. There's other people here, right? You have other people. A lot of other people working. Family for you. employee. Yeah. And yeah. Family. So yeah. how many how many employees do you have here? We're at about twenty six. Yeah. 26 uh, family members we have uh, besides ourselves, Tyler, Bratley, and Allie, mm-hmm. uh, my Michelle. niece, Michelle, Rick's brother, Ron, and then the rest of the staff. So I think, uh, you know, what happened was we started out with, we had Bratley, Kelly, myself. We had a body man that's no longer with us. But it, uh, you know, he Kelly was like a huge guy. He was just ripped. He was he <laughs> was body. screaming and yelling. And he he disrespected Kelly, so oh no, she oh. kicked him out before I did. Oh yeah. So because she wanted his job, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it really came down to. So the, I think the thing was that she t- the only one who heard the, that part of the conversation. <laughs> oh no, everybody heard the conversation. Trust me, <laughs> it got loud. Everybody oh, that's heard it. That's why, yeah. the, Where uh, was the cork? <laughs> <laughs> he broke the cork rule. You're out of here. <laughs> Yeah. I think the Kelly was about family. I wasn't really about family. Tyler had been in and out. He, I mean, he he never really worked a day. He'd been hanging around, but he never worked. He he had different ideas. Bretley was sort of new to the, you know, he wanted to start working, making money so he could do things. And um, Ron had worked for me before, but then he came back. So once the business started growing, the family, I wasn't really into bringing the family in because I thought it was going to be a pain in the butt, but. <laughs> You'd rather have employees that you can yes kick out and yeah. having a family member is very hard. It's hard, to kick out. Mm. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then it's really hard. And this is a once they're in, you, they don't leave. Mm. Whether you say you're fired or not, they keep coming back. Yeah, I think this family is a what do you call that? We're, what's We're blended, family? blended, a blended family. And uh, I've learned a lot. And I think uh, the family thing is pretty darn cool. They they look out for your back. They got your back. The loyalty. Thing. Yeah, there's a big mm-hmm. loyalty. And the same time, every single. Uh, 90% 90 of the people I do employ were homeless or had nothing before they started working. Family or no family? Family or no family, yeah. (laughs) A lot of the family were heading that direction, too. Ron? Ron, I think, still is homeless. He can only afford flip-flops. And then, you know... Wait, so how does that, how do you, do they just, it's just people that come looking to you for work? Yeah, what happened was, is when I, I used to hire guys that said they knew what they were doing, and then till I used them, and then I figured out, they're just, they think they do, but they're not that skilled. See, that's what and, I was wondering, they, like, how do you even find people you, that have you, expertise in this? They I, probably don't. There's I tried, just, I tried, I've tried for years, I, and even right now, what we have, I mean, you have 500,000 people on Facebook, or even whatever, you send out a thing saying, hey, you want to work for us, and you get back three or four that really aren't. They aren't, you know, they're willing, but they're not what you need. Not what you need. So it's very, very, very hard to get people to do this. And at the same time, it's something that, you know, first of all, the way I do it or the way I like to, I'm right. I'm just right, no matter what. Until you <laughs> prove know. me wrong. Until you prove me wrong. So it's easiest for me to be able to teach them. And then they become loyal. They they learn how. Kyle, for instance, and, and, and you know, Cowboy's a worthless cause, but... Um, <laughs> 
Kyle <laughs> has learned for the last five years, and he is he's a master craftsman. I mean, I'm very proud of him. He can do just everything I do. Ted, for example, Ted was pinstriping for me. Now he makes all this plastic stuff. He's really yeah. dove in. They love it. You gotta love this. Yeah. You gotta love what you do, or swear to God, you should go somewhere else. So the passion is the most important. Thing. Absolutely, yes. to me it is. And then from there, you you've now got a shop of people who do the projects in your style. Yes. Yes. Because you've been able to yes. kind of be over the shoulder yes. and help yes. them out. So it's Yes, and they, 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 everybody has their own idea. What's fun is when you take something that was a refrigerator and you make it into like a rummerator. Some, that's fun to us. Mm-hmm. Every single one of the crew have a different idea. We put it on the board. We come up with the idea. I make the decision. <laughs> and then we do it. <laughs> what, are, what are some of the ideas you shot down? <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. Somebody, we were building the hot dog vendor, and somebody came up with some kind of an idea for the drawers to hold the uh, the hot dogs, and I'm like, I mean, really? <laughs> no I mean, one wants to get a hot dog even, out of a someone, drawer? Well, the whole thing about it, I mean, I, I can't remember each one because there were so many, but it was like... So they had you know, to be refrigerated but doors. I, I when I I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm not a tyrant to where I go. Are you out of your mind? And just <laughs> scratch them off the whiteboard, or if I just sort of let it bounce, goes in one ear out the other. What that guy say? I remember him saying to a friend one time. I was like, I bet you I would never go broke if I could figure out how to teach a monkey how to serve hot dogs. <laughs> Everyone would like get a hot dog from monkey, and my friend was like, No one would want to get a, a hot dog from monkey. I was like, You you picked the one animal that's a reputation for touching its own poop. Why would anyone want a hot Hot dog from that animal. <laughs> I said we could put little gloveys on them. We could, put, and then and it was it obviously didn't go anywhere. And the whiteboard got you drunk. Yeah, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then and then he handed me a piece of paper and said, uh, "Write down your skills for this." And I was like, "All right, I'll see myself out." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I actually working at a bar. T- uh, I worked at a really old Irish tavern in Montclair, New Jersey, uh, Tierney's Tavern. Um, Open since 1934. That's why I get along with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> I, the, I I I belonged there. I don't know why I left. Like but I, I I shouldn't have left. I, it, it was I was a, I was perfect at that job. Irish Irish tavern bartender, beer and shot joint. It was impossible to get a job there. Everyone everyone who got hired there got hired differently. And the whole reason was is because the owner like didn't want great bartenders. He didn't yeah. actually look at resumes. Yeah. What he wanted was it's is one of the easiest things to do was a cash only bar. So it was the easiest thing to do was steal. So yeah. all he wanted yeah. was trustworthy people, nice. uh, and he also looked for people sometimes who even had like another job going on. They just wanted extra income because that was like he, he knew that that would be a good way to do it. Yeah. But he just wanted people he knew he could trust. And he's like, I can teach anyone to bartend here. I don't mind doing that. And then same thing, that bar had its own rules. So you wanted to learn how to bartend yeah. from them there instead of bringing in your old rules in your yeah, head and yeah, being yeah. ousted. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, that's that, and they've been there since '34. See, that's, yeah. that's what I think in our business that it, that it works, that it does work, and that's why we're still going on, you know, yeah. because we had some kind of formula, and that's how we're using it. You know, Kelly's not telling you everything because you know when she came in here, I was like, I said, "Hey, how you doing? My name's Rick. I'll charge you five hundred dollars to restore that. I'll shake his hand, and off they go, and I never get paid, you know." But the thing, and I tell Kelly these stories before we got started again. Well, Kelly brought in all these different processes of one how we get paid and and, and the other <laughs> thing was the other thing was when i i would restore something i just pull all the money out of my pocket i'd restore it and then you pay me and i go how much you make i don't know i don't know <laughs> i still got five bucks i made five bucks yeah. you know <laughs> so she came up with processes to make sure the business kept going you know mm-hmm. so all i get to use my creativity and work with my hands and kelly keeps me straight that's awesome so he's the artist he's the fruity artist of <laughs> he the, is the fruity artist. you're the brass oh, tax business yes absolutely you're the collector i bring the hammer <laughs> so when someone doesn't want to pay they get a call from you absolutely oh geez that... they get a call they get an email then they get the legal letter uh will you do me a favor will you pretend to call paul for not paying <laughs> Can you pretend to call paul <laughs> uh hello hello paul yes you haven't fucking paid for your machine <laughs> ah um, She's straight yeah. up. Be okay, ready. you know what? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pay. I, Can I don't have your credit card right now, please. <laughs> sure, you got it. I don't, I don't want my legs. I don't want my legs restored. So this is. <laughs> I'll go ahead and pay you. I got Vinny and Tony next oh, door waiting. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> this is Vegas. This is Vegas. Um, that's that's efficient. That's that's a works right. Yeah, it absolutely. <laughs> Was it strange to have your business become like a tourist destination? I'm sure you thought about the television stuff helping business, but did you think about 
people coming to where you worked no. just to Natural. look at it? No, we did not even, you know, first, you know, you got a TV show and you don't know what it's going to do. And I'm worried about how much work I got to do to make what they need. Uh, we were, Kelly and I were at the house at our, at our home. And uh, when we first started with Pawn, and then we got in about halfway through the first season and people were jumping of over Pond. the gate of Pawn. Yeah. They were jumping over the gate of our house to get in. And say, hey, you know, how you doing, Rick? Because the show sort of shows us being real, which we are, you know, real nice people. And hey, you can come up. They'll Some come up us. to me and go, hey, Rick, how you <laughs> doing? We'd rehearse and rehearse and they, rehearse they to become nice people. <laughs> yeah. So it got down to where we couldn't do that. So we moved here. And well, then, before that, oh. well, this is how it actually came about. Rick would be working in the back. And, of course, I would be in the office. And these people, these strangers, we'd know that they were tourists. They found us out in the Northwest. Oh, my God. 20 minutes, half an hour driving. They come up the driveway, and I actually walked them through the different horse stalls, which yeah. were the shops. Yeah. And I gave them a tour. tour right. That's how this all came about, is right. the tour. Right. Then, knowing full well what Pawn Stars went through with the line outside the building, when we decided to move down here, we knew we wanted to build this building so we can have people touring through Seeing the process and not stand out in 115 degree heat like Pawn Stars. Right. We wanted you in, see the process, spend the money, get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always wonder why people were so sunburned when they came into Pawn Stars. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. Uh, no, it is amazing. It is. It is funny to you know. Even my dad, when he came to visit, was like, "Take me down where the Pawn Star, where the pawn shops are." And I was like, "It is the grossest area of town." <laughs> but yeah, I'll take you down there. It's improved. It's it, improved. It's dramatically yeah. improved. No yeah. one downtown has dramatically has improved because yeah. downtown's overall improved. They were kind of that pawn area is still like in the gap between yep. the, the revitalized yep. downtown yep. and the and the strip. Yep. But there's a lot of really cool new stores right along that. Well, that that's area. it. And then and, and finally, Pawn Stars is helping that. They build yes. around us. They, yeah. really they build around they really us. Out front of here, it was nothing on Main Street. Yeah, we brought and, all the antique stores. And here stores. comes all these antique yeah. stores. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. There's yeah. a row of them out there. Everybody's, on Main Street, yeah. It's, it's good for the town. It, it, they, you know, I mean, it, it's great for everyone, to be quite honest, because everybody that we sub out to or, or you know, send work to, they grow. I mean, it's a big growing thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as, for, as a business. And for the amount of people that come to Vegas that aren't day clubbers, that don't want to be paying, you yeah. know, 80 bucks for four beers at a, at yeah. a, and listen to a DJ in the, in the <laughs> afternoon, um, this is a really cool, like, spot. It's a really cool, quick little, you're right next to the strip. Yeah. You can get right from a casino right to here, take a little day tour. A lot more interesting stuff to see here than well, a lot of spots in people, Vegas. So. Yeah. People Definitely. come in here. Uh, that see me and they say they'll come in the door and they'll tell me this story of that's that's the only reason they came to vegas they came to vegas to see pawn to go over to danny's that counts and and come in here that's it and and i agree there's there i'm like why i'm sure i mean did you not see a concert a show a bar (laughs) anything i mean come on that's all but then here they got like bags of pawn stuff and t-shirts from you know our place it's like they came here for that and they bring their family which you know, that, I got a Raiders Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something. They, that's right. Instead of spending their money there, they spent their money somewhere else. So yeah. I think it's great. And through all over the country, they come in. I mean, you get, all over the world. Yeah, 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 all over the world. How do the tours? Do the tours kind of gather throughout the day, or are they official we do, times? No, we actually do tours once there's a large group in there. We actually just do them. If we have to do them back to back, we do them. The nice thing about our tour is it's a guided tour, which means that we have a tour guide that actually takes you through each process and explains everything that you see in the windows, explains to you what we're doing on the show. If they happen to do the Lotus card, they're going to say, hey, there it is. It's on an upcoming uh, episode. That is the wonderful thing about our shop. The other uh, attractions here don't have that, you know, pawn or ca- uh, counting cars or any of the other ones. They get to walk through, but we actually give you an experience, which we're so proud of. It was. It you was, should be. I, I laugh at people who come to pawns. They go like, "I oh, went to the pawn shop at Pawn Stars," and it's like it's just like a it's like a pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's the whole idea. <laughs> yeah. You got Almost it. Almost exactly like one. <laughs> yeah. It was this. It was the same concept Kelly came up with because people came in and they saw the tours and and they want they liked the tours. So pawn she, came in. They all came in to see yeah. how we did it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But, but they it, it initiated from the sh- from the house and they'd come in and we do a little tour and we saw how they were very they liked it mm-hmm. and then at the same time we're trying to film and we got to see that you couldn't film at the same time you're working so we had to put so we come over here we did uh, soundproof walls to where you can be working in one room and filming in the other room it doesn't stop and then the tours that she's got coming through can actually see all that stuff going so we got best of three worlds you can tour we can work and we can film 
So, oh, wow. And we learned all that from actually, Kelly's smart. So she learned that from Thank you. going to Pawn <laughs> and seeing Pawn the way they did it and the struggles. I mean, she just made stuff happen really quick to where, you know, it would have been me. We just opened up it a shop. It does sound pretty we smart, Kelly. It sounds pretty slick. Thank yeah. you. That's, That's why he keeps me around. <laughs> <laughs> that I and could. the hammering of the cook. <laughs> 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 I have a Coke machine in the bedroom, you know. <laughs> it's beat to hell. This is <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's red. I just, I, I, this is the new code. I love this it. is the new I code. I got to go restore Coke machine. That's it. Thinking, was like, That's some of our code. shows, Paul, are filthy. And I was like, when we come onto the History Channel, these guys, maybe I should be a little... Little keep do clean, you know. <laughs> this is great. This is perfect. This okay. is perfect. <laughs> We're in heaven. We're so in would, heaven. would you ever be able to, or want to even, expand the tour, make it into something even more interactive? Is that something you're looking to do? Absolutely. Right now, we're actually working on a couple of projects, one of which we're so very proud of that it's going to blow a lot of people's minds. Rick and I actually wrote a children's book. <gasps> shocker, yeah. right? And That's cool. It's so awesome, and it's going to be out. It is a shocker. I would not normally let you near children. <laughs> 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 it's going to be out. We're, we're actually self-publishing it, and uh, it should be done within the next two months. And Exciting. So we're That's that. very cool. But you guys have yeah. an outlet. The self-publishing is really kind of is really taking off in terms of yes. all, uh, different artistic mm -hmm. mediums. There's a lot of cool little uh, indie shops here in town, actually. My friend and I published uh, our own little indie comic book last year nice. for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I've had a little bit of experience about myself with oh, a, kid's, a, kid's, a kid's story. Good. So Paul, go ahead, we'll have to, go ahead and say the name of your... I, I'll have to show you. I've got a copy in the car. Actually. but It's, it's Christmapus. It's the Christmas octopus. <laughs> <laughs> it's the story of the Christmas octopus who delivers oh. sausage to all the good children. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it's pretty wild. He's got a red I don't nose. Know why you were shy about it? That's a children's book. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's I like pretty ridiculous. It. I like the name. It's a kid's Aww. book, but with <laughs> with enough adult sensibility to it, it's it's kind of funny. So awesome. What is, what is what is your children's book about? It's actually about uh, three kids that have to go to their grandparents for two weeks, and they have no internet, no TV, no games, no anything. So they have to make uh, their own sausage. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, they, they actually find their mother's old um, music box, and they actually restore it for her as a surprise when she comes and picks it, picks Aww, them up. That is great. It's really cool. It's, some of the ki every kid that comes in here that has yeah, it is yeah. Every kid that comes in here. You know they're all interested in this. Uh, you know, restoring for some reason. They're all they all come in and they say, "Yeah, I just got this and I started restoring it and I fixed it and I made money on it or whatever they did with it or it's by their parents." And I think the other thing that's happening is that the kids are relating more to their parents, and they you know they can be they're helping each other and they they watch TV together a little bit more and it's bringing a family a little bit more together. I will say also that like with the technology boom there is there is a thing there's a distance thing that mm -hmm. happens with technology. Yeah. And we talk about this when I like I still like to buy CDs. And yeah, we're old curmudgeons. We're still yeah. into that right. you know no, but, physical and it, media and all that kind of thing. An example would be like okay like say like like um a long while ago when I, I got hired by Penn and Teller, right? I got an email that said that, right? If I'd gotten a letter I probably would have framed that letter yeah. and put it on the wall yeah. and showed it to people. As, yeah. as it stands, that computer right. frame is really hanging yeah. low on your wall now. I just, it's it's really so hard, hard to keep it plugged and I, in. And I'm not handy, so right. it's really just like you string. You left it on. <laughs> just, and yeah, it's, just, it's just a mess. Just you had them come in and sign it. it before I leave, I'm like, oh, charge my letter. Charge my letter <laughs> before, I go, before I leave the house. If that letter came to our mailbox, it'd still be sitting in our mailbox. <laughs> we never would have got it. You mentioned children. You guys have kids? Oh, just yeah. the three. Just the three. Um, are they? Are I you... wanted more, but he wouldn't give them to me. <laughs> okay. So we practice all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no um, Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> because I'm thinking about something clever to say, and I don't have it in me. <laughs> um, do you do you want the kids to follow in the business? Do you care? Are they are they are they already kind of inclined right to do it? it? Yeah. In the the initial thing was that I've you know before I met Kelly it was for me for Tyler to take over my business because nobody else was there and Tyler was too young. So when Kelly came in and her, and Allie her daughter and Brettley her son and then they all came together with Brettley Allie and Tyler all getting together in the business they've all found their own avenue in the business and right now they'll definitely take it over there's no doubt okay. in my mind they know we can leave for two mm -hmm. weeks and they can have this place running like a clock Tyler is a mini Rick yeah. Allie is a mini me and Bradley is awesome in sales like he can yeah. sell 
he can sell an ashtray out of a brown paper bag yeah. uh, for 5000 I mean, he I is actually, awesome. Actually, on the way in, I'm awesome. paying him to restore my own wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I hand him my wallet, which is number one in sales right there. He, he already has my wallet. Okay, so Rick, I got you an analogy for the kid thing. Okay. So with the Coke bottle deal. So it's yeah. just, it's you know, trying to have more kids. It's just like with Coke bottles. No deposit, no return. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get still we gotta, get, we gotta get that hand painted on aluminum sign somewhere. On aluminum sign. Do uh do do you do you miss the house? Do you miss working at the house? Absolutely. You know, every morning we used to go out to the back in our pajamas. Jamas, swear yeah. to God. Start working until people got there, and then we'd go. Then we had to wear clothes. It was <laughs> just did. a bummer. It, it, you know, you're always working where you live which was sort of you know i'd been there for a long time before yeah. that and it, it got you know every day you go to work because you just walk out there and go to work now you i was always worried when we moved down here oh my god i'm gonna have to drive to work i'm gonna have to get dressed i'm gonna have to you know but it, it's it's better but now at home there's just home so when we come home now we have our home we have our dogs our animals our horses we barbecue and then that, that's just chill zone and we leave work, uh, and then till about eight thirty when Kelly and I start talking about work. Right. And I did something wrong, <laughs> and then we're back working again. <laughs> so is the yard cleaned up? Cleans up. Oh yeah, yeah. everything's um, sort of the museum in the back still. That, okay, that so there's a little, a few there. things there's there. There's a little of that still there, but the... if you ever got rid of it, I wonder if you knew anyone who could help rebuild it to make it look like it did back <laughs> when you used to work there. It's still there. I've been looking around. I've been looking and looking. Do you, <laughs> I get Craig's out there every ass. morning going, who knows how to restore all this stuff? <laughs> you still have some little pet projects that you just keep at home, a few little things that you do just on the side for yourself, or um, most of it's not moved little. into here, really? Everything's big. Everything's big now. Everything's big. We got, it's all underwater cars from into, here on out. Yeah, we got into boating, <laughs> so we're working on boats all the time. Oh, cool. Different kind of, a pro just bigger projects, not so many little ones. And now that you have people here that can run the shop when you're gone, does that entice you to start finally getting away from the shop and doing some other stuff? A little. Every time we'll go for a little bit, we'll figure out how well they did, and then we come back and go, ooh, it's not yet, not yet. How is, how is Rick when you're away from the shop for a few days? He can't wait to get oh. back, actually. Yeah. He can't yeah. wait to get back. I'm you three know, days. Three days done. and he's done. Yeah. I can't handle it. The only time <laughs> the, the only time we actually get to go away on vacation and I say that lightly is when quotes. we're getting paid to go somewhere. Okay. For appearances. Like oh, do appearances. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, we will not leave on vacation. We can't. It's so hard. You know, we're control freaks. We'll go on the weekends to the lake and that's it. Okay. And then doing these appearances, I bet that's also something you didn't anticipate getting into the television game. No. no. Uh <laughs> what is it like going out there? And, and, and meeting people. Oh, let me tell this story, please. <laughs> let me tell the story. First of all, let me just tell you, we just got back from Brazil and Mexico. Mm. And first of all, Americans, now I look at Americans differently. Americans are like, they're not excitable. They're not passionate enough. We went to Brazil and Mexico and literally... 20,000 people showed up hours in a day, day in advance. 20,000? At, at a mall, each mall. They waited in line. They got in there, and I swear to God, you thought he was Brad Pitt coming on stage. I mean, it was the most Brad. I always think thing. that of Rick, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's tan, it's an easy mistake to make. Tan skin uh, and his crystal blue uh, eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. There was, like, uh, major security. They learned. First, we started in Mexico City. And they had, what, maybe 25 security on us. It was not enough. When we got to Brazil, wow. they hired 50 security guards. When we walked out, people were grabbing at us. And I said, oh, my God. They're like. Just wanting to touch. They no, grabbed not, my ass. Yeah. I, and I was like, whoa, this is the most excitement I got in a long time. <laughs> they it was were, amazing. It was, it was insane. Kelly, I find it hard to believe that no Americans grab your ass. <laughs> you know what? I hit them. Yeah, no, but Americans are no fun. I love foreigners. Oh well, I'm sure all the listeners of this podcast have a nice fine to do next time they come to Rick's Restorations. Fine to do, great. Oh my god, um, that sounds crazy though. Oh, it was insane. It was it was very heartfelt. I mean, okay, so both Kelly and myself are walking through the line of security guards to get there, and there was sort of a a center stage, and you and went to the center stage. And there was levels of people. The floor level was absolutely full, probably 10,000 people on the floor. And then each level was full, and there were rings going around and around and around. And we would stand in the middle. And I, I well, first of all, when I walked 
through the door, and they were screaming out. I started crying. It was like just overwhelming. Boom! And the way they, the way they come across is it's all passionate. It's very loving. It's very yeah. They're they're very just passionate people that hug you and kiss you. So then we're looking up, and Kelly's like waving up there, and I'm waving down to the bottom of the crowd, and it was, it was just yelling and screaming. It was like Kelly, Kelly, wow. the whole place, and then Rick, 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 and they call me Hickey down Hickey. there. I'm Hickey. called Hickey. 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 Nice. Yeah, nice. The they don't the- like the real Hickeys, though. They said those are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> there was a woman that, first of all, we we get up on stage, and you know, Mexicans, uh, all Latins, they kiss. You know, they always yeah. kiss you as a greeting. So the first woman, I swear to God, it was so funny. First woman that comes up to Rick. She goes and leans in to kiss him. He goes, whoa! And then backs up. Like, oh my God, I'm going to get my ass kicked by Callie. Yeah, if I was I looking the her. other way. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, okay, it's, it's all right. Okay, it's all right. It's, it's, oh, God it's dang, culture. I need to live That's down here do. more often. <laughs> I mean, it was a funny My wife's saying thing. it's okay. What the hell's going on? <laughs> know, I'm lost. We're moving. <laughs> I don't have to look down. Brazilian restoration on History Channel. <laughs> Yeah, I made this Coke can like new. I'll, I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> Brazilian restoration with Hickey. That's that's the next. Uh, that's Hickey. the next show. <laughs> History. I hope you're listening. <laughs> they will be. Trust me. Forget History Channel. Una Vision. So, do either of you speak Spanish? I no. speak a little. Okay. A um, poquito. Yeah, poquito. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, so are that you? You have translators on stage. You're doing some kind of Q and A with these guys. Yeah, there was. Well, in in uh, in Mexico was Spanish, and they had a translator. I did my best, but then there was most of them did speak English. Okay. okay. But when you went to Brazil, it was Portuguese. Mm-hmm. It was Brazilian Portuguese, and that is a hard one. And then when they're talking all the time, it's like, oh my god, it was very hard to understand them. You knew what they were saying because the like when they'd be crying and they'd have that same tone. You knew that they were saying thank you so much. You know, so you knew you could say, oh yes, oh obrigado, or, yeah. or yeah, that's you know, thank something. you. Yeah, I learned that word, obrigado. Yeah, that sounds good sexy, to me. Obrigado. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that for you, Kelly. Also, so, um, <laughs> what kind of questions are they asking you down there? But mostly, I think they want to know if we've restored something from their country. Yeah. And and our big challenge right now is for them to actually send us things from their country because we'd love to restore memories for them. You know, it's not just about America. We are we are seen yeah. in over eighty seven countries right now. I tweet live for during their episodes, and I have to actually they'll tweet it. I'll copy and paste it, put it in translator, say something back, put it back in Twitter, so we can actually. Uh, communicate with them in their language. They yeah. love it. They respect I, that I, so that's much. Cool. There was, that's as, as cool. far as the questions when they came up, um, that one there was the the most. Biggest but one. then it's mainly they just they're appreciative. They're yes. thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for you know their kids are all learning something and they're trying to do it now and they're giving them a job and th- I think that was a lot of it. And the thing is, is uh, you know both Mexico and Brazil are older countries, so there's a lot of older stuff. Definitely. It's it's not like and there's poorer communities, so they all need to be able to fix what they got instead of going up because they can't. Oh yeah, so well, it's, like, it's not a hobby outlet. No, for them. Right. no, no. It's like no. if you go to Cuba, they stopped importing American cars and yeah. a lot of. Car- I mean, they've got like cars from the '60s that Still. are '50s running today. Yes. I mean, that's yes. their main mode of transportation yeah. it's not just about uh right. you know the, the pride of restoration it's like this is what i gotta go use to drive yep yeah it's a means Their demographic to, a, is yeah. younger too though one yeah. of the things we found in america they were mostly uh 18 to 49 yeah was our demographic over there or anywhere else in the foreign countries it, we have a lot of the kids mostly a yeah. lot of kids huh yeah, that a, we lot saw. Of, a lot of 18 year old girls <laughs> Ignorantly, I'm wondering. Uh, Not that you were looking. <laughs> no. Get that uh, Coke machine. Abrigado. <laughs> ping, 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 ping. Um. That's okay. They I were touching my ass say. while you were looking. <laughs> <laughs> Equal opportunity flatterers over there. The very liberal countries. Yeah. Very liberal countries. I imagine, ignorantly, I imagine that uh, that maybe just family television might still be more prominent in other, in other countries than, than ours. Yeah. Whereas we don't really watch... 
TVs as families as yeah. much as we used to. I think down there, uh, the reason why so many people come out th- that I think is because they don't get celebrities down there very often, yeah. especially from America. You remember when the Beatles came here, right? And it was like, right. oh my God. And it's the same down there with one, some celebrity that they see on TV comes down there that doesn't happen all the time. They don't get the didn't opportunity. didn't happen for Lisa Kelly, though, did it? No, it happened for us. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> We're <laughs> fucking <laughs> talking some smack. Smack, you <laughs> smack. talking. The world is beautiful except for those people. <laughs> <laughs> She'll do it. Every well, I'll time. let you know. We finish up our podcast every time with a segment we call Jock versus Nerd. Are either one of you either into sports fans or nerds about stuff? I technically, with your skill set, you're technically a nerd about you're restoration. A, you're, a, you're a nerd, right? You're a restoration nerd for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, but uh, is there like what is uh what is your unicorn? What is something that you've 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 kind of thought about chasing that but never been able to either find or Never really just pulled the resource together. Like, is there something you've always wanted to restore? What would be like your dream restoration? All right. So, this is going to be another. Uh, well, okay. So you know, I've ran around the country for years and years, and we've restored a lot of stuff that gave memory and and hope to people. Um, as I run around the country, I you know you see these major streets. And then you, over to the side, you see a main town that used to be there, and the whole town is sort of shut down. And as you're driving across the United States, I'm talking, uh, I would like to restore a town that is in need, and it's, it basically has the structure there, but it's a need of economic, you know, restoring. raising it, restoring um, their whole. You know, I've seen a ton of these towns right. that as you oh, drive yeah. through them, the windows are all boarded up. Everything's inside of it. They're cool, cool, cool places. And, you know, all the people around there, they're not making any money because the freeway passed them by. So we want to restore Main Street. Yeah. So your dream challenge project would be Detroit. Yeah. Like just <laughs> all of Detroit. I've right? heard that before. <laughs> right. But, 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 but really, you want, to, you want to just go down, find a nice Main Street, yes. and kind of do so, similar to what you've done right here. Here. Yes. Building on new facades, yes. attracting new business, attra- putting new eyes on the yes. place. Yes. Yeah, that's really yes. cool. Yes. That is a great answer to that question. That is a really great answer. I thought first. A philanthropic answer. Answer. That's yeah. not self-serving at all. But it also makes sense, and I believe him. It's, yeah. got, all, it's got everything. It's got everything. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That in and of itself is another show. Yeah. yeah. That's but another show. It seems like a special, like, yeah. whatever, you're, whatever you're off, you know, you're, you're on during the summertime or something like that. We're on trying, all the time. You're on all the time. I'm trying to think of, like, when you're not shooting or something like that. It would be, like, a neat, like. Yeah. Well, we just need to move on to another one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's two of us. Because Restoration Main Street is pretty, pretty badass. That's, yeah. a, that's an awesome. And that's fascinating. Yeah. I, feel like, yeah. I feel like that audience is there Well, you've already. already you've already shown that you can do elements of that by yeah. incorporating members yeah. of the community, teaching them new skills. Yeah. So it'll be the same kind of mm-hmm. thing there. And each episode is going to be like a building instead of like a, a machine. You know, like you yeah. can watch a whole different slice of it come to life. That's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, yeah, the cotton people are going to make a fortune because we're going to have to get the hugest sheet ever to lift it off and say voila. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be a bus. I'm going to have and, to, no, it's too small a bus. And the corkboard people are going to make a lot of money. The amount of arguments you're going to have trying to do a whole street versus just a coke machine. Well, since you're based here in Vegas, maybe you get Copperfield to come that's, out there, vanish the place, right. and then reveal Bring it. it back. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna, let's finish up with some jock versus nerd. Let's hit it. Versus uh, Rick, I see that you have a New York Giants lighter on your desk. Are you a Giants fan at all? Yeah, a little bit. You like the Giants? Yeah. Yeah, Kelly's the one that likes them. I sort of fell into it. Okay. I'm You're the, the sports Yorker. person. She's I'm the New Yorker. Yorker. I'm, the, I'm a New York sports guy. Okay. All right. We definitely get along. You, me and your wife, we get along. And I'm Irish. Oh, man. I'm going to... And I have beer. I'm gonna, in a pod. I'm going to pinch her ass. I'll <laughs> 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 mean you're going to get along. Because <laughs> I'm so, going to bang the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I watch? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, anything to help a couple, I guess. Anything to help a couple. <laughs> This just took a very non-jock versus nerd turn. <laughs> Matt Donnelly's marriage encounters. <laughs> I help people. <laughs> I give myself to these. I couples. restore relationships. <laughs> 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 All right, Paul, jock or uh, nerd me. All right, you ready for? Okay, so yeah. this is a, a softball, dude. Softball. Okay. okay, this film celebrating its big 30th anniversary this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nerdy subject, but it was very popular in its day as well. It is finally receiving a big new Blu-ray transfer as well as a new theatrical re-release. 
this a year. Blu-ray. They're going to release a Blu-ray. They're bringing out a Blu-ray version of this movie and a theatrical re-release on the 30th anniversary of this very nerdy little film. Not little at all, actually. Pretty big. You're right. I think I do know the answer to this. Yes. Is it Ghostbusters? It is Ghostbusters. Oh, well done. Wow. This is the first time I've ever gotten any of Paul's questions. <laughs> I told correct. you it's a softball. Yeah. I told you would get that it. A softball I told you you'd get it. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters. Big 30th anniversary. Lots of cool stuff going on for the wow. 30th anniversary right now. There is, in fact, uh, and I might have missed the boat on this, uh, grabbing this thing within a reasonable price range. Uh, Lego, if you don't know, they have this little side project where right. you can uh, send in ideas for model sets that you'd like to see constructed. Any kinds of ideas. This might be something you guys could have. Have the Rick's Restoration Lego mm-hmm. set. It's a very good idea. But they they used to call it Cuso. Now they're calling it Lego Ideas. It's a okay. whole new different branch. So if these project ideas get enough votes uh, through the internet, they actually get made into legit Lego. Uh, pieces. Wow. So this year, they, just a couple weeks ago, they came out with the Ecto-1 vehicle, the oh, wild wow. little hearse, and four little Ghostbuster figures mm. for like 50 bucks. But now it's going for like 80 plus already on the internet. So it's just going to... Oh, I can imagine. So yeah, quite the collectible little piece that. Nice. Very intricate, cool little Do movie Does movie stuff interest you more than other stuff? Do you like movie props? You guys are talking about some real nerdy stuff. Right. That's it. That's where we get really... Do I like movie props? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love old movies. I love old movies. Like the microphone you have? Yeah. I used to have a collection of those. And really? I don't know where they went. I w- where'd you guys get those? That's Jacob. We'll go Jacob, to G- our oh. audio guy. Okay. They're mine. Okay, good. Just want to give you sure a good deal on Rick's them. Restoration. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that kind of stuff. The 40s. I, I, I feel like I was born back then because everything I work on, I can, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool I do like the vintage microphone myself. Yeah, yeah those are cool. It's nice look. But what was your question? Um, oh, so my ner- uh, jock question is, uh, it's tough because I want to talk about the NBA Finals, but the way the timing works of our recording versus releasing these episodes, it, it changes so much. So I'll just say uh, uh, Donald Sterling is currently either okay or not okay with the sale of his team, Paul. <laughs> I'm going to say not okay because he's, he's out there. The answer is we don't know. We, we, don't don't, we <laughs> just don't know. We don't know. It changes every day. Really? Yeah. Okay. So he he In had he had slickly said he, he he approves of the sale of the the team. Then he said he didn't approve of the sale. Then his wife said you're crazy, and I have you declared crazy by a doctor. Then his lawyers say, "Are you say, serious? Yep, oh my yep. god!" And then his lawyers say, "That's not true. That's not that's not what happened." And then he says, "Oh, you know what? Let's just let it all the rest. I'm cool with doing the sale." So the NBA then cancels the hearing. Uh, about selling the team, says we don't need to, we don't need to have the hearing anymore because the team's going to get sold and everyone's okay with it, so we don't need to vote him out anymore. Um, which is a big wipe of the brow for every NBA owner because yeah. if there was one guy who was going to vote for Donald Sterling, you don't want that on the record. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Even if you believe in like whatever illegal conversations and uh, you know, I hope I don't oh. slippery slope. I hope no one sells my team. You don't want to be the one guy being like, yeah, keep it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hard stance to hold. That's a hard given one to the, hold, given the circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> so then they cancel the hearing. The sale's going to go through. Then he puts out a press release saying uh, two days in a row saying I, I I don't agree with the sale of the team. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. No. Sue the NBA for a billion dollars. Oh, for a billion. For a billion. He just picked up he just picked a billion. Yeah. Well, Doctor Evil style. Yeah. One billion. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, he's staying true to form. <laughs> I think he at this point just wakes up and he flips a coin. <laughs> he just wakes up and he flips a coin. Just pulling petals off of flowers. Yeah, to own the clippers, to not own the clippers. To own the clippers, to not own the clippers. Oh man. Um so Kelly, you're a New York team. Did you like the Knicks then? Are you a Knicks fan? No. Okay. Do you like any basketball teams? No. What is what is your sports? Just New York Giants. Just the Giants. Just the Giants. I grew up watching the Rangers with my father, but you know, unless you watch it live, to me it's boring. Okay. I mean, I'm a huge, huge Giants fan. Huge. Huge Giants. Huge. Fan. So let's see. I'm gonna try to. See oh God! This. Don't ask me. <laughs> Rick, you're my backup. Yep. Do you remember uh, uh, Super Bowl uh, 1986 with uh, Phil Simms? Uh, threw a touchdown. It bonked off the helmet of one player and was caught by another player. Can you name either of the two players? No. Good. All right. I can't either. I was too young. I can't either. I remember it pl- happening. <laughs> yeah. And I, at that time, 86, I was definitely not a New York fan. It but bonked off of my favorite player's helmet, who I really wanted to catch a touchdown, Mark Bavaro, the tight end. Oh. And into the hands of future New Jersey Senator Phil McConkie. Oh. <laughs> 
Leave it to um, Matt to love yeah. the tight ends. That's <laughs> I love tight ends. That's your favorite player. They, they love it in Brazil. Apparently. In Brazil, they love all tight ends. Tight ends, where it's at. Guys, thank you so much for sitting down thank and you. talking with us and, and bringing us into Rick's Restoration to do the recording. Super nice. We loved being here. So cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, big thanks to uh, Kelly and Rick Dale. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And then uh, thanks to Jacob, our audio guy. Woohoo! Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> thanks to Penn Gillette for helping create this little podcast here. Thanks to all you scoops out there giving a listen a special third episode this week to you uh be subscribing just go to itunes or stitcher uh subscribe give us some reviews give us some stars if you're a new listener because i feel like uh kelly said she's going to tweet this out i'm gonna bring it bring it i thank you we appreciate if you're a new listener please i encourage you to go back and check out some other episodes we hope you like what we put out Mm -hmm. there and uh this was the ice cream social If you want to follow Paul Mattingly on Twitter, check out at the famous Paul. If you want to follow Matt Donnelly, check out at Sweet Matty D. And we thank you all for listening. Thanks again, guys. Keep uh, double scooping, sending friends our way. Don't forget to keep sending us those emails as well. We will be reading more of those as we go along. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Any any thoughts on this interview at all? MattMattingly.com. Send us an email right on the front page. Internet fucking magic. <laughs>